Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Greetings, podcast listeners, and welcome to the One Hope Church Podcast. My name is James, and I am here with you now in the beginning of January 2024 as we start Season 7 of our podcasts on the Book of Romans, which we are studying throughout this whole year. Here we are this first week of January, that blessed and beloved month everybody just looks so forward to that month in which we look back and regret and stress and worry about paying all the bills of the excesses that we did in December as we strove to enjoy the holiday season when we indulged in Christmas cookies and Christmas programs and Christmas carols and Christmas dinners and Christmas parties and Christmas everything. And now we must contend with Christmas calories and Christmas credit card bills and Christmas calendar planning as we book the next four weekends to take down all of our decorations, move our furniture back into place, and get our lives back to the ordinary order that we usually must spend all of our time. It's kind of a fitting feeling when we talk about this new phase of Romans that we are entering in, the phase of sanctification, which is, I guess, uh, in my understanding of Christian doctrine, the not fun part of the justification and sanctification doctrine of saved by grace. But it's very, very important, just as we all know, that it's time to get back to doing things normal. It's time to get back to exercising, eating right, watching our checkbooks, and basically managing ourselves for a life that is one in which we feel blessed and content. Tonight's reading is in 1 Peter chapter 1. I'm sorry, it's 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 9 in which Peter is writing about how God has given us all this divine power granted to us that um, grants to us everything we need in this life to grow. It's a pretty great passage. Uh, there's a little bit of how-to in it, which is never a bad thing, although I read this and I sometimes worry a bit that this passage might be one of those that births a thousand uh, prosperity gospel type churches, but it really, it really is not that. It's really more a matter of kind of a 12-step program, I guess, if you will. Because justification, of course, as Peter talked about on Sunday, uh, as he introduced our, our next phase of Romans, justification is that important moment of understanding that we have been saved from the certainty of our doom by God's grace and by that grace alone. And for that, we are all truly thankful and we recognize uh, that it's nothing that we've done. And, and Peter's sermon on Sunday talked about how uh, that, that great passage about baptism, that 
when we when we go down into our baptism, we are essentially sharing in Christ's death. And it, but it doesn't stop there. It says, and then also if we share in his death, so we will share in his resurrection, in the kind of resurrection he has. And it's that second point, that sharing in Christ's resurrection, that resurrected life Christ has, that this whole topic of sanctification comes about. Now, in his sermon, Peter talked about, um, he used the, the, um, the, uh, the parable, or I guess the metaphor of uh, slavery. And of course, it's a great, great metaphor to use. Uh, it was used by Paul the Apostle himself, so you know it's got the um, biblical stamp of approval. But the idea that uh, no matter what, we are, we are kind of set to be slaves to something. And what's really a matter of is what are we going to be slaves to? Our sinful nature or to God? And that our, our justification is really these sort of selling of us from our slavery to sin and, and God buying us out of that into uh, a slavery to him and to his devotion. And that sanctification is really the process of that much, much better life <laughs> as a servant of the Lord than uh, we had before, that, that perfecting, that, that, that creation of us in 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 uh, our nature of his nature, uh, that as we put on his nature, you know, that's what God sees in us is, is Christ. And so that's, that's a good metaphor. Um, and, you know, I would have used that myself, except that uh, Peter already used it. So I'm going to use a metaphor. Since Peter, Peter took a metaphor out of Paul, I'm going to take a metaphor out of Peter. And I don't mean Pastor Peter. I, I mean, I don't mean Peter the Apostle. I mean Pastor Peter. Peter talks about the sin disease and uh, the, the, the metaphor of that for our life. And the way I think of it is this, is it's like if we, if we look at sin as that disease, there's a couple things about it. The first is that it's terminal. If, um, if, if it's not cured, then it's the end of us. That, that's biblical truth. Our soul is destroyed by sin. We are separated from God forever by our our sinful state. So it's a terminal disease. And the second thing about it is, is that it's a debilitating illness. It's not just one that lurks down there quietly and we never detect it. And then bam, one day it gets us and we're done. Um, it's, it's, It's one that slowly and surely just breaks us down and kind of destroys us. And looking at kind of the the first part of Romans of justification, that's, that's essentially God coming down and saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you something that's going to make sure that sin disease is not terminal. It's not going to kill you. It's going to arrest that problem right now. And uh, everyone can accept that. We can take that and go, heck yeah, I, I want that. Cure me, please. And we're all cured. But if, if, if we're at that state and yet we're still in that debilitated thing, maybe it's not terminal anymore, but, but it's still debilitating. And do we really want to live that way? I mean, nobody wants to be, say, preserved from dying from a, from a very difficult, debilitating disease, but just 
left to, to, to suffer from the consequences of it. Sanctification is that, that part of the curing of the sin disease that actually gets rid of all the debilitating and terrible symptoms of it. And so that's kind of the metaphor I think of it is, is, is if you look at it in those ways is, is we should want that. We should be craving and, and desiring that as much as we ever just want the salvation alone. We don't just want to be saved from the terminal disease. We want to be cured of that disease. And so here in Peter, we're remind the, the book of Peter now, <laughs> Second Peter, we're reminded, uh, it starts off Peter telling us that it's God's divine power has granted to us all things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us, by which he's granted us these promises. So he's given us everything we need to know through knowledge of who Jesus is, by whom he's given us these great promises. And then it goes on to say, so that you can become partakers of the divine nature. So there's that three-step thing there. He's... He's given us what we need through knowledge of Jesus, so knowing who Jesus is and accepting him, by which he grants us his promises, that that salvation, the end of that terminal disease, so that we may become partakers of the divine nature. We may be cured of our sickness, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. And so... It goes on to talk about, for this reason, make your efforts to supplant your faith with virtue. So don't just believe, but try to be good. And virtue with knowledge. Don't just be good, but understand why the goodness is important. Knowledge with self-control, because without self-control, knowledge can be dangerous. Self-control with steadfastness. Don't give up. Steadfastness with godliness not only sticking it out, but sticking it out for a holy purpose. Godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. And ends with saying, for if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. They don't say, if they're increasing, they keep you from losing your salvation. What it says is, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful. They they help you be who God wants you to be. So I think that that's really the message of sanctification. That's the message of this next few months as we go forward that uh, we want to reflect upon. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you not only come to deliver us from our sinful terminal disease, but that you also bring us the cure for all of its awful symptoms and effects upon us and that you uh, instead lead us to that better life that when you say that we are in our baptism we not only share in your death but in the life that you have through resurrection that means the life of like who you are that perfect joy-filled life that fully knows who god is that is what our baptism means to us. That is what our salvation means to us. It's not just, hey, you're not going to go to hell for this. It's you're going to start experiencing heaven right now from this. For that, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, everybody. 
Uh, January is almost halfway over. Don't worry.